0: bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim assalamu alaikum welcome back dear listeners to another insightful episode of unveiling human treachery and oppression from al baith al-islam to today today we are privileged to have dr hatim with us a distinguished religious scholar who will guide us through a pivotal chapter in islamic history we'll be exploring the life and legacy of imam muhammad al-baqar al-islam a luminary who ignited a significant academic movement despite the treachery and oppression he faced His profound wisdom and knowledge continue to inspire us today. Let's dive into this enlightening journey which Dr. Hadim started last time.
1: So he started this academic, huge academic movement which the non-Shia lack. They they didn't have such a thing. They later tried to imitate the movement of the Imam and to to try to to imitate it in a, a twisted form suitable to their uh, school of thought. And that, then after that, you start to see the school of Abu Hanifa and Malik in Medina while All of them, Malik was direct student of Imam al-Baqir, then Imam al-Sadaq But they tried to imitate him, but the, he, the, he, he started the movement, which was very new for the community at that time. It was something new. The people didn't know some, such a thing. They used that somebody come and give them a narration. And then after two, three days, another one come and give a narration. They sit around in a circle in the masjid of Rasulullah. And one of them tell, I hear the the Prophet saying this and that. I hear that somebody told me that from that companion that the Prophet said that. That was all all their uh, 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 academic life. There is no academic life. There is no organized academic work, who divide that work to jurisprudence, fiqh, ahadith, uh, akhlaq, uh, mu'amalat, uh, all these chapters, it was not well known. Only Imam Al-Baqir introduced it to the community for the first time. So of course, that ignites the jealous of the class of the clergy the class of the clergy, that they ignite their jealousy from this new trend, from this huge amount of knowledge which they have no idea about. They depend only on the limited knowledge that came to them from the Prophet, through many chains. But all that is very limited. Now the Imam come with hundreds of narrations, all of them authentic, because he hear them, The chain is a golden chain, it's very short, from Imam Zain al-Abidin, Imam al-Hussein, Imam Hassan, or directly to Amir al-Mu'minin, to the Prophet, or directly from Imam Hassan to the Prophet, or to Sida Fatima to the Prophet. So the chain is very short, and no unknown names like the non-Shia. at that time. They used to uh, make their narration to the Prophet, connect their narration to the Prophet. So he brings some totally new style for them. They become jealous, and that's why they keep going to the establishment in Damascus because they have a very strong hold in Medina. A lot of spies. Who carry everything to the establishment in Damascus, where they make the uh, 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 assessment and the final plans. So this all this information transferred to the to the uh, Khalifa. The Khalifa at that time was Hisham ibn Abdul Malik. Don't uh, forget that Hisham he was the governor of Al Madina during the ruling ship of his brother Al Walid ibn Abdul Malik. We have to memorize that. That's history. That's how we know that that that, that this is facts. He was the governor of Al-Medina, and we remember that when the Imam Zain al-Abidin, uh, Hisham was the governor, and he tried to, when he go to Hajj to touch the, the black stone, he can't, then the, because of the crowdness. Then the Imam come, all people open the way for him, and kiss his hand, kiss his feet. And this scene ignited him, and he sent to his brother, Al-Khalifa, ask him to do something about it. Then the establishment decided to get rid of Imam al-Abidin, because Abdel Malik was dead already. Now his son, Al-Walid ibn Abdul Malik. So he sent an instruction to Hisham to assassinate the imam and that's how he was able to, through some treason from inside, otherwise how he can reach the food of the imam to add the poison. Definitely from one of the servants uh, 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 of the imams or, or those who are close to him, they were able to poison the imam Zain al abidi then after some times died and this hisham who carried out the, the blood, he become the khalifa and he already carried the hatred in his heart to ahl bayt like al-mutawakkil he killed directly imam zain al-abidin now it is the time of imam al-baqir when the the news come to damascus the establishment become outraged of, of this new trend, and now this guy—it is not just the value of Ahlul bayt for their uh, rel- blood relationship to the Prophet and their sacrifices for the sake of Islam—and now a new thing, which is a knowledge. The, this guy give us hundreds of narrations, all of them directly to the Prophet. What? How can we resist that? How we can? We can't have such a speed to counteract that. So. It,